It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. PSL Radio Show. on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to another edition of SFM Sports Trap. But this is the PSL Radio Show, Second Jolly. We're talking football to the top of the hour. Some intriguing fixtures coming up, including Midwest, Supersport United, Cape Town City and Kaiser Chiefs, all battling for the top of the standings. And indeed, Bloemfontein Celtic Highlands Park near the bottom of the log. That's where we're going to keep our focus today. We'll catch up with both coaches and indeed some uh, insights from Mark Stratum of Times Media in just a moment or so. Do you want to mention, though, I see Cricket South Africa's charged uh, Lon Roberts-Torby, the former Proteus and Highfelt Line player with several breaches of its anti-corruption code. That's a huge story. I can tell you as well, Mumbai Indians, eight without loss, chasing down the 160 for six rising Pune Supergiants total. Pakistan, 278 for five in reply to the West Indies first innings, 286 in the first test in Kingston, Jamaica. I'm not going to run through sports news today. It's a busy show. We've got guests standing by, so let's get straight into it. PSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. SFM South Africa's news and information leader now. Just after 7 o'clock tonight, the Premier Soccer League is going to be announcing not only the semi-final draw for the Nedbank Cup, but indeed they'll be announcing the venue as well for the 2016-2017 final. So uh, interesting times. Unfortunately, we will be off air by the time that we actually have confirmation of that. But we can throw forward to it and indeed look back to what were four rather intriguing quarter-final ties. On the line, we've got the very informative Times Media uh, um, uh, reporter Mark Stratum. Uh, Mark, thank you very much for uh, for joining us. Good evening. Mm, yeah, Dwayne. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. And hi, hi hello, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start at the very beginning, so to speak. Uh, mm. th- there were a couple of afternoon matches uh, on, on Saturday uh, to get us mm. kicked off, and indeed, Chipper United and Golden Arrows both pulled off one uh, nil victories to advance to the last four. Yeah. Um, Five games, Dwayne, and I think, look, I mean, pretty evenly matched in, in both games, and I think what I saw there was probably home ground advantage, uh, uh-huh. against some pretty evenly, evenly matched teams seem to, seem to play a big role, uh, for, for both the winning teams there. In terms of the performances, though, I mean, uh, Golden mm. Arrows, they, they looked the part. Uh, I didn't get a, a chance to watch the entire game, but they certainly looked the part yeah. in, in the opening half, I thought, uh, up against the Platinum yeah. Star side that's campaigning on the Continental Front as well, whereas uh, yeah. Chipper United, I didn't get a chance to, to see much at all. Did, did they also sort of look the part, as it were? Do they look like a side that should be in the last four? Yeah, look, I think um, I, I actually, <laughs> Dwayne, I'll be honest, I, I watched the same game as you. I watched the <laughs> yeah. Arrows game. So I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try, uh, try and sound like I, I actually did see what, what how Chipper did. Um, look, I mean, yeah, for me, I, I agree. Arrows is very strong in the first half. I think they used home ground advantage well. I think, um, if Arrows were to end the season right now, they're in seventh place in the PSL. They've been a really solid team again this season. Uh, what, what impresses me about Arrows is that, you know, since their promotion back to the PSL, um, they've not struggled. They've, 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 Challenged for top eight and, and sort of slotted back into that upper upper mid table um, sort of bracket that they were in before their relegation and and so they've they've come back strong and I think Clinton Larson doing a really good team a really solid team there nice front runners that play quick little football and they're really strong at home so I wasn't too surprised to see them beat Platinum 
Um, and like you say, Platinum, they've got, you know, continental distractions as well. I think it's tough for them to play three comp- competitions right now. Um, and as for Chipper, yeah, I didn't actually watch the game. Um, I think probably home ground advantage there as well. Um, I think, you know, this is a team that struggled second half of the season. It, it's interesting to see Dan Malasella saying that, you know, now, you know, that he, he's, he's also got to, got to get his team focusing on make sure Making sure they don't fight relegation, and this is a team that at the beginning of the season was really with the with the attacking and exciting football that they were playing was being tipped for top eight and even pushing for top five. And you know, it's, it's um, they, they've just uh, yeah, and I think uh, an important win for them. Um, I, I know it's the cup, and what they need is points. You know, they've dropped down to I think 12th place in the PSL, and it's so tight down in the bottom there. That, yeah. I mean, there's about four points separating teams in the bottom of the PSL. But I do think. Um, for for Chipper right now, I think wins are important. They've only had three this year out of twelve, so yeah, I think that's um, a, a big morale booster for them. And to, to reach their first ever semi final is another morale booster. Yeah, that's a fair enough point. Now you mentioned Dan Dance Monticello, mm. and of course there was some concern earlier this year when he was uh, admitted to hospital with a back uh, complaint. Uh, I mm. want to ask you about Stuart Baxter because the news only coming through uh, mm. a couple of minutes ago, really speaking, that Stuart Baxter is mm. not going to be available for the next two matches for Supersport United owing to, to health concerns. Now, uh, I don't want yeah. to make light of this, but, uh, you know, this, it was a very tense match <laughs> against Kaiser Chiefs. It, it, yeah. Do we know much yeah. about this? And, uh, and if so, uh, is it related yeah. to, to recent performances? Yeah, Dwayne, I think there's been a lot going on in Stuart Baxter's life and and um, it's yeah, I mean, and, and we all know, like you said, Dan Valicella having health problems earlier this season um, we've seen you know, even Neil Tovey have his, have his health problems yes. with, with, with repeated heart attacks um, and, and he's okay, he's a technical director and not a coach, but, but, but coaching I think is such a tough job um, like you say, I was at the Chiefs Supersport game, it was tight as Titus can be between two very good teams, very tactical, um, up against his old team at FNB. Um, look, I mean, obviously there's been links. He's been talking to Sparper as well about the Bafana job that we know that Supersport has disclosed and the coaches disclosed. And there's been a lot of press speculation, which I think never helps um, with your stress levels when, when everyone's speculating and there's all sorts of um, things going on like that. And then also a few tough results for Supersport. I mean, I don't know if it's linked in any way to, to, to health problems, but, you know, Supersport were challenging for the title probably the last fortnight has seen them drop off the pace and, and it's now pretty unlikely that they're going to, that they're going to, um, they're going to challenge anymore because they're now pretty far behind the points race. Uh, I think it'll take quite a comeback from there for them, from them. Two tough to get defeats against uh, Sundowns. And then also the travel to travel to Liberia in between that. Um, so so a lot going on, so, you know. And and basically I, I haven't like you say it's only come through in about the last half an hour. There was a press release sent out by SuperSport, and um, I haven't got further details. What all I've heard is that Jared Baxter was feeling discomfort during the game against uh, Chiefs at FNB, um, which his team won on penalties. You know, another nail biter as well and that he was advised by the team's doctors to seek further medical treatment and to miss quite some quite big games coming up for Super Sports this week against Bidrest Bits on Tuesday and then Chiefs again in the league on Saturday. So 
bit of a concern there, I guess our thoughts are with him. Mark, very, very briefly, uh, we're chatting to Lucon mm. Lolasiema in just a moment, but uh, Bloemfontein Celtic against Orlando Pirates. For Pirates, simply a case of glad to have your name in the hat. Um, absolutely. Dwayne, I, I, yeah, I, um, <laughs> it was a tough game. I thought a, a, an excellent game. I thought it was actually the game of the weekend for me. Um, and, and Pirates showing massive character to come back, having taken the lead and then conceded and having to go to extra time. And that headed goal by Gabuza, who, you know, hasn't scored in so long and, and you know, has had pressure on him. Um, what, what I'm seeing from Pirates is a, a lot more hunger. I, I just think at one stage of the season they were just so flat. And 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 and, and when you look at Shell Jonifred on Shell Jonifred on his on the sidelines, how passionate he is. Um, I, I just I'm liking the fighting spirit from Pirates. And for me, they are hungry for this Nedbank. I'm tipping them to possibly win it. Actually, I think wow. I'm seeing the same final. It depends on the draw tonight. Um, but I'm seeing a Super Sport um, Super Sport. Pirates final, depending on the draw. And, and I think Pirates are hungry for this Nedbank. They've had an appalling season in their 80th anniversary, and they really want to make up for it. They want a trophy, and, and they're hungry. And a huge fighting spirit from them, yeah. Interesting that Rulani Mukwena said the same thing to me just the other day. This is the, the, the Sundowns assistant coach. But Mark Stratum, time against us. Thank you yeah. very much for your time this evening. Have a, have a grand evening, and enjoy the football this week. Always nice to chat, Dwayne. Thanks for having me, man. Choose to go through the toll plazas quicker this Easter. Open a Sunroll account, get a tag, and use the tag accepted lanes at most toll plazas in SA to pay your toll. It does not cost you more. Call 0800-726-725 for more details. Sunrail, Beyond Roads, an agency of the Department of Transport. Terms and conditions apply. The after premiership continues this week. Rikau Fela. On Friday at 8, Cape Town City takes on IH Cape Town at Cape Town Stadium. On Saturday at 3 o'clock, Platinum Stars is at Real Mokane Stadium against Marroka FC. While Pulumani City hosts Highlands Park at Old Peter Mukaba Stadium. At 6, Kayla Chiefs entertains Marisbeck United at FNB Stadium. Tickets available from 40 Rand. Brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. You start that. You're tuned to SAFM 104 to 107. You can also catch us on the DSTV audio bouquet on channel 814 as well as online at safm.co.za. TSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. SAFM South Africa's news and information leader. Now, among the more intriguing fixtures tomorrow, Highlands Park visits Bloemfontein Celtic. We've got on the uh, line coach of Highlands Park, Gordon Nickerson. Gordon, thanks for joining us. Uh, Good evening. Good evening, Dwayne. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Uh, No sort of panic buttons being pushed yet? No, not at all. Not at all. No, things are going quite well, actually. You uh, obviously have a trip down to Bloemfontein tomorrow, and it's a, it's, a, it's a crucial tie in in my eyes, certainly, with the, with the two of you separated by two points, meaning you could leapfrog Bloemfontein Celtic in the Epsa Premiership standings and a few other teams, indeed, if you claim a win tomorrow. But how are you approaching this game? Well, Dwayne, you're quite right. You know, the league is so, I mean, at the top of the league and also down the bottom where we are right now, it's, it's very, very close. Now, as you said, one win Tomorrow night puts us in a good position to jump into almost 11th position. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of games coming up that are against those teams in and around, in and around us. You know, like, for example, we've got to play Barocca, we've got to play against Sacramento Stars, we've got to play against, uh, Blue Celtic. So these are all teams that are in and around us. You know, and if we win, uh, 
win those games or get points from them in certain situations, we're going to, uh, we're going to be in, in a good place, you know. But it is tough. It's not easy. It's very, very tough down there for all the teams. And uh, we have no other team. We, we just want to go out there and do what we have to do. And I'm quite confident now the team is playing quite well. Yeah, indeed. Although you talk about the teams that that still remain on your roster, your final match of the season is against Mamelodi Sundowns, who might very well be needing a a win on the final day of the season to successfully defend their title. I mean, you surely don't want to allow it to get to that match being a must-win. No, obviously not. You know, we don't want to be in a situation like that. And I think you know, could be everything could be wrapped up before then. You know, I think that uh, as I said to you, starting off tomorrow night against Liverpool and Celtic, we know as 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 urgent as the game is for us, it's equally important for them, you know. They don't find themselves below us and in that uh, get a place where we are at the moment. But like I said before, you know, it's, it's so close down there. It's, uh, I think it's going to go down to the wire, you know. It's, 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 uh, it's really... And you must also remember, you know, that obviously I've done my homework and I also know that Morocco is playing against uh, against Riverton. Riverton is playing against uh, Packard and Stars. Packard and Stars are playing... They all play yeah, each other, these right. teams, you know. So... You know, hopefully one will eliminate the other or whatever the case. But we can't really focus on them. It's in our hands now. We've got to get a good result tomorrow. Uh, winning would be fantastic. A point would be also great, you know, away from home. It's not pressed up. We're just going to go get a result. We know it's going to be very difficult. We're planning to try and get three, but we're going to try and make sure we keep the point that we've got at the moment. On, on, on that point, I mean, you side that uh, before you arrived, I think uh, you, you guys won two matches of 19, I think, something like that. But you won two of your last five. So psychologically, you must be on a bit of a, a high in comparison to where you were earlier on in the season. And indeed, some of the players who showed real inexperience in the start of the season must be starting to have at least settled now. Uh, do you feel that the squad is in a more comfortable place overall, though, despite the position in the log standings? Yeah, without a doubt. As you said, in our last five games, you know, we've got two very good results against Fishburne Stars away from home against Maritzburg, and then we drew with Pirates. So we've, in our five games, we've won two, draw, uh, lost two, and drawn one. And, and, and you're quite right, you know, the team, you know, you know, Dwayne, if you look at, if you look at it, uh, I was just reading a book the other day, and I saw that, you know, um, Leicester, they needed to win six games out of the eight games to survive relegation right, in their yes. first year. <laughs> and then the next year, they won the championship. You know, and it's really like, it's really, that is really a, a real good point, you know, because, you know, when teams get promoted, no matter who you are, they you find are going tough. You know, it's, it's a different quality totally. You know, uh, the National First Division and the Premier League. And if you look at the two teams now, it's Barocco and us, who, two teams that got promoted. If you look down the line through history, you're going to see that yeah. those teams are always the teams that are fighting. So it takes time for a team to, to find their feet. You know, it's, uh, you know, I think obviously the most important thing for us is to survive. And next season, I'll be very, very confident this team to put up an unbelievable showing going forward because the players are learning every day. They're getting to grips with it. But it's taking time. You know, these things don't take like two months or three months or four months. Yeah. It, takes, it takes time. And uh, we're at that place now where um, we're a totally, totally different team than we were uh, three months ago or six months ago. You know, we are, I think we're able to compete now with any team, and we've proven that with, uh, you know, going with, uh, in the first round, going with Pirates twice this season. You know, playing some very, very tough games, and the players are starting to get to grips with life in the Premier League, which is a normal thing that takes time, you know. Uh, the other thing is, I mean, as much as you've uh, won four league titles with four separate teams, which is a record that is, uh, you know, a standalone in, in, in South African football history, you've also pulled off a couple of Harry Houdini acts when it comes to teams. I think the most notable 
Uh, and I might want to ask you about Swallows as a team here because I think, I mean, you took over a team that had two points from the first third of the season. Uh, and yeah, that was, you know, that's another example, Dwayne. You know, uh, when I took over Marcus Swallows, they had played uh, 16 games and had three points. So it was unbelievable that we had to go out and try and survive. And we did that. And the very next year, we finished second, second on the block. We were yeah. 10 minutes away from winning the championship. Yeah, no so matter 20 goals. Yeah, and he's still scoring goals, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, look, it's just been a very tough season. And, you know, what happens, especially with a team that gets uh, promoted to going into the playoffs, it's, they're in a much, much worse situation in my, in a team that gets promoted. Because while, that, while you, you're trying to get promoted, you can't go into the window and buy players because you don't know if you are going to be promoted. I mean, you can't buy, you know, you can't start buying players and say, right, I'm going to pay you this and negotiate and, and pay 100000 or 200000 a month to a player, and then you end up not getting promoted. And when a team does originally, eventually do get promoted, they, the window is closed. So you've got to play the first six months of that season with the National First Division team before you can make any changes. And that's very, very difficult, not only for Highland, but for all teams that get uh, promoted to the playoffs. Gordon, on another issue though, in terms of your squad members, uh, I mean, you don't have the depth, that uh, luxury of depth that you had at, at other uh, squads that you might have coached over the years as well. Uh, but in terms of injuries and suspensions, do you have anybody out for this uh, midweek game? No, look, I've, I've been very lucky in that respect. You know, the, the team is, I've got a good medical team and, and everybody's available for my squad and everybody's fighting for a place in the side. There's a whole new uh, vibe in the team at the moment with good competition because as it was when the window opened, as you know, I went out and signed a couple of players, especially the back line. I mean, with Sia and Ayo and uh, Chris Tomani uh, and Chris uh, uh, from, from um, Zambia. You know, it's made, it's made a big difference to us defensively. You know, we're keeping clean sheets in our last five games. We've kept, I think, three clean sheets. You know, the two games we won and the, and the one we do no law. And that's a first for us, you know. So there is a huge improvement. But like I say, it ran, you know, there's six games left. We need to get, we need to get out of our six games two wins and maybe two draws. Or three wins, you know. So it's, 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 uh, we need to get nine points. I think that's going to be our target in the next uh, next six games to get the nine points. And if we achieve that, you know, it sounds easy. It sounds, okay, you get nine points, but it's not really that easy. It's, it's half the points that are available. There's 18 points available. We have to get half of them. So, um, but it's, there are games we're playing that, uh, like I said before, you know, uh, and I'm sure that other teams, you've seen Barocco improve as the season's gone on. They struggled in the beginning, so they're improving as well. There's captain and stars that are only three points in front of us. You know, when you talk about all the pilots are also only six points in front of us, you know, yeah. so it's very, 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 very tight, you know, but as you say, you don't want to be in a situation when you start running out of games, because that is the biggest, uh, biggest thing that obviously concerns all the teams involved. Every time you play a game, it becomes one game less, or one game less, yeah. and eventually you end up with three games, and we don't want to be having to get uh, nine points in our last three games. I mean, that's not going to, you know, we have to start uh, now. Yeah, indeed. Uh, but as you say, I mean, Orlando Pirates, who are in ninth position on the log, are only six points ahead of you. So effectively, you're challenging for a top eight place with two wins back to back. I mean, that's 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 how, how close and how congested this log table is from uh, bottom right the way through to the middle of the table. But let's look at Celtic. I mean, the, they played 120 minutes against Pirates on Saturday. Do you think that in any way that counts in your favour? Well, look, it's not easy to play 120 minutes and three days later play a match, you know. But I just think the adrenaline and, and the situation of the team is not going, is not going to affect them too much. You know, everybody knows, including them, what's at stake here. You know, they've got some fantastic players in their side. You know, I've only watched them play against, yeah. uh, against, uh, um, Orlando Pilots, uh, last night. And, you know, players like Musa 
in Intama was, was outstanding. He was excellent, you know. And then there's players like Lala Kay and, and Kozu Dube and, and, and Wanda Seeley. They, they, you know, Hotto was very, very good. Polani was very, very good, you know. They brought on uh, one or two players. And you know, they've got a very good team, you know. So we know it's going to be tough. And I think, as you know, the question of him having played, I think a lot of teams play that. We play on Tuesday, then we play against Vitz on Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, the way it is today, you, you know, you give your players enough recovery time and with the, with the, you know, the scientific, uh, uh, situation, you can always, you know, you can always make sure that the players are at their peak by, by making sure they don't do too much training after the game and the right kind of, uh, right, right kind of, uh, recuperation and rest and, and ice and, you know, all these kind of things are available. And I think the, I think the team will be fine and will be fine. It's just going to be a tough game for both sides. Indeed, it's going to be an intriguing tie and it's one that I am keenly keeping an eye on. But Gordon Iggerson, certainly best of luck against Bloemfontein Celtic uh, tomorrow and indeed for the remainder of the season. Thanks for your time tonight. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Dwayne. There's the big picture and the small picture and everything that's green in between on the Enviro Show. Thursday nights on SAFM between 9 and 10. The Department of Labour, with its social partners, namely Organised Labour, Organised Business, as well as the International Labour Organisation, will observe World Day for Safety and Health at Work on the 28th of April 2017. This day aims to promote the prevention of occupational injuries and diseases globally. The day is intended to focus international attention on the magnitude of the problem and on promoting and creating a safe and healthy culture that can help reduce the number of work-related deaths and injuries. The Department of Labour, working for you. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. SFM South Africa's news and information leader, well, from Gordon Iggerson, uh, who Bloemfontein Celtic will be meeting tomorrow. Let's catch up with the Bloemfontein Celtic uh, side. We've got uh, caretaker coach uh, Lefnono Lusiema, the former Orlando Pirates and uh, Lesotho International captain as well. Uh, Tony, thanks for joining us. Uh, Good to chat to you and thank you for making time. I believe you're still in training. Yeah, we are still in training in the NFA Cup final tomorrow, so we'll train until <laughs> midnight, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. No, we are just wrapping up because we've got a big one tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you, you're two points from the relegation zone, so I suppose right now in the league, every game between now and the end of the season is a bit of a cup final. No, that's for sure. We are quite aware that uh, we are not safe at all, and uh, if you can check the next two games, we are playing two matches that we call them nine-pointer each game. That, but yet it's one game at a time because today we'll be making sure that we go and sit and rest and analyze every t- everyone in the Highlands Park team because we need these points like uh, oxygen. For that matter, we know that we are three points away from relegation, but if you can check, you can win two in a row. Again, it will be also throw us back maybe to the convention of being to top eight plus. But we know that it's a tough one. The cup final... The last game is gone and dusted. We are focusing on this one because it's going to be a very difficult game for us. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one. But uh, Gordon Nickerson was just talking about some of the quality players that you have. He, he highlighted Musa Nyatama, he highlighted Lala Kay, he highlighted Wandisile Litlabika. Um, and, and he also mentioned the fact that you played 120 minutes against Orlando Pirates on, on Saturday night. So you, you do have a few things counting against you, but you have a couple of quality players that you know can step up to, to the fray. How are you feeling overall as a squad? I think that the overall of the squad is 
it's, it's okay, and uh, we are glad that we don't have major injuries. And then, of course, there you can see that there will be some fresh uh, legs that will be there. And then uh, we know that we played uh, more than 90 on, on, on Wednesday and then on Saturday. And uh, we have planned very well that uh, some people were even fighting us that why didn't you start with the team that you finished with? It is because we know the play we play. We can analyze our opponents. But, yeah, I don't want to say much about our game plan of tomorrow. But what I can say is that, uh, you know, as much as the coach is saying we have a lot of experience, they have assembled a lot of uh, experienced guys in their team. And they, they, but now the, the, the fatigue in our team is not there because the coach um, has already introduced the if we can check our, team, our game, a little bit of intensity is high, and we didn't look tired at all against Orlando Pirates on Saturday night. So I'm not uh, that worried about the fatigue because I know the guys, they can push themselves because we are training the way we are playing. Uh, Sonny, I, I, I don't want to make light of this, but I mean, you, you were wearing black on, uh, on the other night, and Pirates were wearing green, and uh, it confused everybody, I think, but I'm not going to ask you about that. But what I do want to ask about the match <laughs> against uh, Pirates was, I mean, how do you feel about the performance, and, and how did you feel about the result, considering that I think all of us were considering that you could have won it within 90 minutes with uh, those two chances right at the at the death after Matasana's uh-huh. goal? I think it's good for us to play Paris in December, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> cause, but look, that one, like I said, the guys they they, they proved that if they can use the same performance in the league game, they did very well. But the story of our lives, we have we have scored only certain goals. It shows that we are not good in front of the goals. So there's not much that we can say about that performance. It's done and dusted. We just said the same energy, the same attitude, same determination. Let's strike for the remainder of the season, starting for of the game of tomorrow. Uh, I want to ask you about. Uh, I want to ask you about uh, looking ahead. I mean, you, you you are two points from the relegation zone here, as, as, as I mentioned. But I know you're going to be taking it one game at a time. But before the end of the month, you've got Highlands Park and Baroka FC. Do you sit down with John Maduga maybe and say, you know, guys, these are the two sides that were promoted last season. These are the two games we have to win. These are the two matches that will make sure we find ourselves competing for a top eight rather than battling relegation. Mr. Locker, you can check. I don't know if he's got to us watching us or not. It's still in our hands, our fate. Exactly. Because we're going to play Islands Park, we're going to play Barroca, we're going to play City Stars. Those are the teams that, when you check the log, they are below us. Yes. We have already spoken that, guys, for us to step up, we have to make it spring with these three games. Teams. It's not going to be easy, one game at a time, but those are the three games that we must win. And if tomorrow we don't win, we get a win, we'll know that we have already failed and then we have to double up our efforts so that against Supersport we can come. Against Orlando Pirates, we still come. We'll have to make sure that we grant the results. But we know that we just need a three or the trot. And uh, how, what is a nice way to do it? Just to push the things that are below you. So, yes, we've already spoken of how we can try and make sure that we uh, avoid this extra that is looming on top of our heads. It's not all, I don't want to ask you to single out players here, but I mean, one of the players who I was, was talking about on, on Saturday night in my commentary, I was, I was highlighting the fact that he captained South Africa in their most recent Championship of African Nations qualifying campaign. Wandisile uh, Litlabika, I thought he was, he was outstanding again. I mean, but do you feel based on performances this season, he should be among the players that gets a look in at the, the national team come the June internationals? 
I'm sure there's no other team that is analyzing our our team is out talking about on the scale trafficking has been outstanding for us this season and uh, his experience is counting more energy, his anticipation and he's one of the guys that whenever that you want to mention the team you can't you you struggle to leave him out. Next for this nation selectors it's up to them when they will see and uh, the boy just level headed, he keep on pushing, he keep on fighting and then hopefully one day he can get a call up and then he can uh, represent the country, but he has been very outstanding for us. He's the pillar in the team at the moment. Well, he certainly has been. I think he's been outstanding. And, uh, Lonola, I, I must applaud you and what you and John have managed to do with the defense of Lymphedain Celtic because uh, I think you're only one of five teams that are conceding or aren't conceding a, a goal a game or more, which is, uh, which is very impressive when you consider that those other teams are all challenging for the league title at the moment. So uh, congratulations on what has been a very solid uh, defense so far. But, indeed, best of luck not only against Highlands Park tomorrow but uh, for the remainder of the campaign. Thank you very much, Mr. Diroko. I think next time you call me, I'll be singing a different tune that let's prepare for next season. We'll call you before the end of May. Thank you very much. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. Matches tomorrow all kick off at 7.30. Sundowns against Ajax, Celtic against Highlands Park, Blitz against Supersport United, Cape Town City play Kaiser Chiefs, Pulaguani City against Golden Arrows and Chippy United against Maritzburg United. But that's where we're going to have to leave it tonight. We encourage you to get in touch with us, SFM Radio on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. If you have any questions or comments, the executive producer is the person to contact, Cool Chick, uh, using sport at sfm.co.za. Up after the news with the talk shop, so don't go anywhere. I'll be back on uh, Thursday, but from producer Siobhan Chetty, me, Dwayne DeLocca, have a lovely evening. Cheers, it's 7 o'clock.